Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Crushing Depths, a D20 Modern Real Play podcast. I'm Paul, the GM for this campaign, as well as the showrunner for the overall LTM Gaming Podcast. Last time, we left our heroes at the end of a session as they were exploring the Bolskin Manor, looking for any evidence of Alistair Crowley and the other portion of Odin's staff, Gugnir, to which they have one portion. Vanessa carries a staff, Losnir, and they're also looking for a way out. When last we left them, they were exploring the master bedroom, and TJ and Orsal had christened the walk-in closet, or WIC, the wig room, thanks to a slightly blurry map. Hmm. This time, we cut into the action a little bit for the heroes to talk about their level up, and then we get right back into the exploration of Bolskin Manor. Right now, on the podcast, we go ahead with some involuntary pinging. We hope you enjoy. Is everybody else already all leveled up, Paul? I don't know. You can ask them. Is everybody else already all leveled up? Sure. Uh, yes. I think so. Okay. Aren't you? I mean, I am all leveled up, but I didn't print off my character sheet at work because the end of my work week was crazy. Um, so I'm trying to pull. I have my work computer home with me, so I'm trying to pull it up right now. So if you guys were all behind schedule, then I could still end up being in ahead of schedule. No, no, you can be you can be ahead of schedule because he hasn't actually asked us to tell him what they are. So if oh, you take that same, <laughs> damn you, Paul. Oh, <laughs> I would like to preface this with I'm kind of ticked that we're probably going to be ending soon. Because you finally got something awesome. No, because I want to get to the next level. <laughs> because I've become a death dealing machine. I think I do four. I think I can do four attacks around. Jeez. So wait, his massive damage, your sheer just number of attacks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And Vanessa can uh, coordinate the, the witty repartee. Yeah. And I'll, I was going to say and boobs. <laughs> boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say like we're like that episode of the uh, of a Family Guy where all the Griffins get superpowers and Meg's superpower is the ability to grow her nails super fast. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm actually not the useless one here. No, you're not. Because at this point, I'm going to be healing all of you stupid jerks. You have some other... I mean, you have offensive capability, too. I know. I'm also carrying a staff that's possessed by an evil spirit. <laughs> I guess he's not technically evil, but evil. he's... I say, at this point, we're pretty confident that he's good. Or at least ambivalent. I mean, I don't know. He's still a dick. You <laughs> <laughs> can be good and be an asshole. I know, Paul. I've met you. <laughs> Bazinga. <laughs> uh, what, what do you get? What level are you oh. at? You're what, fifth, so it'd be six. Oh, it'd be six, but you go to you go to uh, nine. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I get another okay. feat, but then my base attack bonus becomes plus six, plus one. Wait a minute, aren't, you, aren't, aren't we level two. nine right now? No, you're level eight. Right, but they're saying a combination of he's his character will be level 9 but class wise he'll be a good level as well so the two well, things no no will no, no no it's it's all it's all the feats that i get and then yeah. it becomes i get improved to weapon fighting so i get plus 6 plus 1 
plus an extra weapon, and then the improved one gives me an extra attack with the offhand weapon. Oh. It's, not, it's not necessarily good rolls, but... And then I, oh, I also get the flurry thing this time. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I can take an extra attack with my... But everything takes a penalty. But it, like I said, I could be shooting four times around. Yeah. But with the other thing, with the other feat, I can also I could also shoot twice and stab twice with uh, <laughs> because I can I can mix melee and uh, ranged on that. So I might so be like, wait, is it like range. equilibrium. Yes. Okay. Is that a movie that I'm not familiar with? Yes. Very so, odd movie, but there's kind of quite a few. There was a neat element to it. it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. Basically, if Sean Bean dies in it, you know it's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll start with Matt uh, and TJ. Thanks for sending me your sheet, but you used the old sheet to put it on, so we're gonna have to have you give me your stuff anyway. That's fine. I'm updating it relative to the current sheet anyway, so... Okay. I just want to say screw you by sending you the old one. <laughs> so, Matt, let's go yes. through your character sheet. Okay. Gunslinger 5. Correct. Uh, ability score increase. I uh, went with dex. Dex surprise. 19, Ooh. yeah. Uh, total I did, points? I, I did have to think about it. <laughs> uh, 49. I only gained one. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah. My, my my rolling has been terrible for like the past month and a half. That's wait. What else are you rolling for? Oh, just when we played. Oh, when we played last stuff. time, you didn't do well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like the time before, I think too. But. Uh. And the defense that, went up. Hold on. So okay. that that puts your current hit points at forty-two. I believe so. Let me see where the. Uh, I showed forty three before. I was just going off uh, roll twenty, which had you at forty one, because you lost uh, seven from the con damage, and that was the only damage you took. Okay. And then if you gain one, you should be at forty two. Yep. Uh, your defense at 24? Correct. Reputation? Uh, still 2. Action points? 52. Good God. I'm oh, saving wait, how, them for... How much does it go up again? Something times uh, our level, right? This time should be... I think should be 10 for everyone. <laughs> uh, wealth? Uh, 27. Okay... Have your fort reflex will at two nine six. Correct. Initiative initiative at four. Correct. Uh, and what does skills change? Uh, here I put uh two more in swim, so a total of three. Okay. Uh, listen becomes five. Uh, balance is two. That's new. Yep. Okay. Uh, jump uh, is now two, and climb is one. Were you going 
for the physical thing there. <laughs> yeah, I figured we should have a little bit more spread out there. So it's like, well, but based on everything that's happening, should I just dump everything in the spot and listen, or should I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else? Feats? Or uh, you got I get uh, lightning, lightning shots. Lightning, yeah. Yeah. Do you get to shoot lightning? <clears throat> no, I get an extra attack. It's flurry of blows only with a gun. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Which is why I'm saying that if I get that other feat next time, I, I can potentially do four attacks around. So what you're saying is we should go so slowly that we can level up and go in several sessions so that we actually can get to that point. <laughs> we defarm <laughs> some monsters. There you yes. go. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go out there Just and gotta find the easiest <laughs> score. We gotta find the we gotta find the uh, respawn point. Yeah, <laughs> just camp. Camp. Anything else? I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it as well. Base attack was five. Correct. Okay. Yeah, and then everything else should be right. Okay, moving on to Vanessa. Acolyte three. Correct. Ability. Charisma to 17. Ooh. I was expecting you to choose intelligence. I guess your new stuff is based on charisma, though, huh? Correct. Uh, hit point total. Well, it depends. My current... My sheet says my current hit points or uh, con went down to an 8. Do I use the modifier from that? No, or? use your base. Just whatever the normal yeah, would be? just temporary damage. So I rolled a 6. So I should be at 44. Okay. But I don't know what my current hit points are. I, don't, I didn't write it down. Your current is just uh, 37, then. Because you guys all took the same damage. It was just 7 hit points because it was 1 per level. Okay. Uh, reputation. Still 3. Action points. 55. Wealth. Don't know how to do it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Every time. We'll move on from there. You don't need it right now. Uh, hey, wait, wait. Are you saying there's not an ATM in the creepy old place <laughs> with time differential? It's a time machine. Yeah, right. Defense is 16. Oh, terrible. I know. Uh, defense is 16. You just ignore those things, Steve. Uh, <laughs> saves at 6, 4, 10. Yep. Uh, base attack minus four, initiative one. Wait, yeah, base attack is four. Yep. And what skills? I made bluff go up to eleven ranks. I feel like I've been lying a lot. <laughs> and I made my arcane lore go up to twelve. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's it. Okay. And talent or no. whatever. You don't get anything. No, I got I got a bonus feat from a sh- short list. Oh, okay. What's your feat? So I, I have the feat attentive. Uh, I told this to TJ because he was asking me about a rules clarification on his stuff. I think those lists that they give you for the bonus feats are kind of shit. So okay. I am open to other like I like so for the soldier. I was saying one thing they don't have on the soldier's list of bonus feats is improved initiative, which I think fits. Oh yeah, I would let TJ take that, even if, even though it's not on the list of the ones you're supposedly supposed to choose from. So if you have something else that you're interested in that's not on that list, I'm I'm willing to hear a, a case made for it. I well, all I would push for is something out of the um, 
a cleric specific feat from just a gen- generic D and D stuff. Uh, I'm gonna look. If it's out of Urban Arcana, that would I would consider, but I don't want to get into too much of taking stuff out of the. Okay, the, I'll look in. I'll look in Urban Arcana and see if anything <clears throat> pops. Okay. Uh, so that was investigating sense motive. I'll put that in for now. Well, don't don't do it because uh, if I can find just about anything else, I'll probably take it. Okay. Uh, TJ, soldier level three. Yes. Ability. Wisdom. Oh what? <laughs> I think that character-wise is the one that's that. most accurate for what yep. should go up based on what's been happening. Which gets Better. you nothing. It goes from a 10 to an 11. That is correct. <laughs> wow. Okay. Way to min the min-max. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone want to try and talk DJ out of that? No. <laughs> That's like trying to talk Sal out of it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just as useless. His wisdom's only an 11. It's not high enough to be reasoned with. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so hit point total. Uh, it's 62. Okay, so she, you should get 55. Reputation? Uh, <laughs> one. Okay. Action points. I don't think that it's gone up from anything. Uh, action points forty-seven, as far as I know. Well, uh, I did not pass my check, so I believe I'm at ten because I gave some of my wealth to. You're at ten already, but you should get some just for. Do you have any profession? You get like one, I think, for just having a rank of profession. Oh, okay, then it's 11. Okay. Sorry, I thought it only went up if you made the check. Paul, My bad. didn't you have something where we could swap out feats? Yes, you can okay. retrain something per level. Okay, because I never used, and I never even used spell penetration, I just took it because I hadn't leveled up prior. I'm going to eliminate that and take something else. Because if nothing else, I could take ones related to turning, and that would be fun. Okay. So anyway, just letting you know, I'm, when you come back to me, I deleted that from your sheet. Sweet. Uh, let's see. Uh, saves for... T- oh, defense for TJ is 23. Yep. Saves at 863. Base attack yep. on a 72. Correct. Initiative 2. Yep. What skills? Did you take knowledge cod swallow up yet? No. <laughs> I should have. Um, 2 into Intimidate. Two and listen. So, wait, just tell me your total. So, I have an 11 for Intimidate, then. Okay, so 11 ranks, and do you want the total for ranks, or the total with the modifier? Just total ranks. Okay, 11 for Intimidate, 6 for listen, and 6 for spot. I don't know if you should be able to increase your listen if you were deafened the entire the episode. No, 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 but like he got he, new clarity. Once, <laughs> I was going to say, once it came back, it came back even stronger. Right, okay. Uh, this is why his wisdom came up too. What did you end up taking? Power attack? I took power attack. Because as I explained to Paul, now when I hit a door, I can take my entire attack bonus out and put it all into damage. So TJ builds his character by increasing the wisdom and then how to attack doors better. (laughs) 
he's, he's really noticed that the doors are what are attacking us right now. Right, right. <laughs> to be frank, dangerous if problems. I had a better ability to knock down doors, we'd be in a much better position right now. <laughs> uh, your reputation the same, TJ. Yeah, I, I, I thought so. Okay. Uh, Steve, are you done looking? Yes. Are you, okay. yes. I never knew this, this feat existed. At least I'm pretty sure it doesn't exist in Basic 3.5. Uh, I'm taking the feat from Urban Arcana called Spell Slinger. Is that one word? Yes. Correct. Increase bonus spells. Yep. So I just basically get a plus one to all of my spells. Okay. Like, I get one more additional casting spell per day. Did you so check should... your number of spells that you had? Because I thought there was something screwy with that the last time I looked at it. Yeah, I did. I, it's It should be... I should have five... Zero level spells, nine first level spells, and four second level spells. Now, okay. okay. And the other feat that I will take, uh, as it, I wanted it to be a cleric related feat, I will take improved turning. Assuming that we ever find anything undead. Well, you did, but that was fucking fun. Yeah, I didn't have the ability to do anything about that. <laughs> Well, you, you got you got bitten, so maybe you can like turn yourself now. Cool. Oh, I thought he only got scratched, and by he I mean she. <laughs> yeah, she only got scratched. All right, I think that's Matt. It. What's your base attack bonus now? Mine is five. Yeah. Oh. Wow, and you, but you went down cleric or um fast. Oh, Fast, yeah, it doesn't get you much. Get Gunslinger doesn't go that quick either. But yeah. Really? <clears throat> no. I guess that's level... the one down thing, I guess. I was going to yeah. say, level one of Soldier didn't give me any bonus to my base attack. How the hell does that work? I don't think that... I don't, yeah, I don't know that there's any... Maybe the martial artist one, but I don't know if any of the so-called advanced classes give you... Yeah, the martial artist is one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. So... That's horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so, then we will move on to recap, which I don't think needs to be that. You guys explore. We're in Scotland. You're, you're in Scotland at the Bolskin Estate, just off just the southeast side of Loch Ness, and you've explored most of one floor, the first floor. You guys are currently standing in the master suite, uh, having just found a robe of eyes, which Vanessa put on. Um, you blink at us. Do you guys remember why you're here? We're looking for stuff. We're, um, oh, crap. Um, what's the name of the thing? Lusnir? I was trying to look at the name of the yeah, guy. We're looking, isn't it? We're looking. Well, technically, we were just was following whatever the most likely place is for that dude, Alistair. Alistair something. Alistair Crowley. Yeah, Crowley. Yes. Yeah, Alistair. We, were, we, were, we were trying to find the place most likely related to him because the last time that Losnir had remembered Dokneer, it was because of him. Yes. And so we're like, oh, well. If we're gonna go somewhere, let's go to Loch Ness because we're nerds and that you know, and the whole Nessie thing, and it just feels like a nice natural connection. So, 
Sarah, and so then we got screwed. You guys were debating between this and Italy. Right. But now we're looking for a way out because we seem to be stuck. Um, and I think Sal wanted to come here since he wanted to be closer and hook up with his his mother and daughter. Ew. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So. <laughs> Nothing I said changes. <laughs> Ew. Uh... I want to add from, so you guys searched the master suite, and as, we'll pick it up from last time, Vanessa's just basically pulled the, oh, you're in the wrong place, the robe of eyes out from the back of this armoire in the wig room, and there is a door behind it that you notice that you're standing in front of in roll 20. Wait, did I notice or did the robe notice? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, gotta be the creepiest damn thing. Ugh. So there you go. Go. Wait, where are we? Oh, there we are. Mm-hmm. Over here. There's oh, there's a door that goes. I want to peek through the door. <clears throat> okay. Is it as dark as this block is made out to be, or like is it a stairwell? Is no, it no, that's room? just not revealed. Like, oh. Oh, oh, so I haven't opened the door. I want to open. I want to push open the door. Paul didn't expose himself yet. Quick question: Was my misinterpretation of the walk-in closet as a wig room canon now? Is it officially a wig room? <laughs> sure. Yes. He said that. This one said can that. be a wig room. The well, one no, Paul said it. I'm like, wait a second, that's not right. I didn't know if he's making fun of me or it's canon now. Sure. One of them is a wig room. Yes. The bigger one. And eventually we'll give those wigs to the hobos that we met earlier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, TJ, your dot is that you are sickened currently. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you couldn't make a saving throw to save your life. Yes. <laughs> but uh, both Daz and we ended at Sal was just realizing he was no longer deafened. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, hey. But, no, I feel sick, and so I, I think I discovered, I saw a door, I was hoping it was a bathroom, and I just went into the bathroom. It doesn't have to be necessarily happening first, but I'm just moving my guy there, because that was the next thing I was going to do. I already gave you a description, you guys already searched it. Of okay. the bath? Of the master bath, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm this in is there like stairs down? Thing. Yeah, this is stairs down to presumably the first floor. I come back and I say to Russ, there's stairs down. If you recall, that spiral staircase basically vanished after you came back up it. Or if you came not back up it, but you came up it for the first time and it disappeared behind you and it was just flat then. That would be good to remember this. You know, should we take the opportunity to go down now while we can, or do we keep looking? <laughs> <laughs> And TJ, you are a really good role player. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, exactly. Damn it. Uh, I'll go down and look to see where it goes. Okay. It goes down to the stairs. You actually unlocked a door on the first floor. Uh, so I can. By the library? Yeah. Okay. So some way for me to make you guys look. Does that work? Yep. Yep. So, it comes down right there. Okay. And it continues down. So, it comes out, 
and you could get into the foyer there, but it also there's stairs that continue down to the basement floor. Presumably so. the basement. Yeah. Which is probably the roof because of the way everything's screwed up. <laughs> oh, wait, Steve can't give Paul any suggestions. Steve has already given Paul all the suggestions. <laughs> They're not suggestions. Right. They're mandates. <laughs> okay, I'll come back up and report what I found on peeking on the stairs at least. Okay. Why don't we just finish this floor? And then we'll or go start down. going to a different floor. So, okay. like, go this way. Oh. So, are you, you going to be okay? Sal stumbles out, and he looks, like, super green and sweaty. So normal. <laughs> <laughs> no, he looks tan and sweaty. The awesome thing about Sicken is that it gives him a minus two to saving throws as well. I think everything okay. did. There you go. So, Russ is going to look out the front window there. Sure. Wait, where are you? Oh, you're over there. Yeah. I went this way around. Uh, the view out the... Remember the, the 14 area was uh, the... Basically above you is the big dome and mm-hmm. with the mural that moves when you're not looking at it. But hold on, real quick. You said the stairs disappeared. Can we still see down? You can see down through that open below section as well as into the great room, which is... Uh, up here is all open down to the great room. Number two. Is that number two, the great room? Well, yeah, two is the foyer and the great room, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, I know, but... You I'm can saying, see to two. We can see it. Yep. And so, we just, there's just no discernible way how we could get there minus the stairs that we just found. Right. Okay. Uh, We're jumping. Yeah, you could jump. It's, you know, 30 feet down. I can jump. Does it fall all the way down? <laughs> <laughs> that is not canon. Wait, Why not? Sal is nauseous. He you don't get to like just be like, I'm gonna throw up now. Okay, Why tell not? you what. Sal goes through and he's only dry heaving, but because he's dry heaving and he feels sickened, he spits. Does the spit go all the way down? Yes, it goes all the way down. There. Cannon. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we're debating what's canon and fictional. <laughs> Screwed up. Canon only happens in fiction, Steve. You don't have canon in non-fictional works. Sure That's just what happened. No. <laughs> you can't prove that. <laughs> yes, it's canon. Because it's canon. Exactly. In the old days, it was just, it's, never mind. Continue. Yes, continue. So, what, you didn't describe what was out the window. It's the same view that you see out the front of the house, of the great room windows, which the that arc at the front of the house uh, is basically windows from the floor below you to the ceiling of this floor. And it's the, you can't really tell what time of day it is. It's uh, just a... Incredible storm outside, lightning, and uh, it's the same view you're seeing out the front here. Or back, I guess, whatever. But here you can actually, you do actually see uh, below you the porte cochere. The what? The driveway. The 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 entryway, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. car hold. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, the car hold. No. 
Alright, onwards. And upwards. Uh, as you get close to these doors that Russ is standing in front of, just to the left of you here, you see the... Uh, Are you recording, Paul? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you see a metal grate, like an old-style elevator. Uh, so it's, it, there's a shut door inside, and then like a metal grate that you would move to the side, and there's a, <gasps> uh, presumably an elevator there. This is Inception. Sweet. Uh, it's odd because you did not seem to notice an elevator on the first floor when you were there. That's yeah, not that odd. Wow. Oh, okay. In this house, Just reminding you're saying you. that's odd to you? <laughs> <laughs> Sal wipes the back of his hand across his mouth. He's like, let's go into this door. And he does his way through her. Because that's what Sal does. Yes, with his increased wisdom. <laughs> he's not thinking straight on account of being sick. Mm. So he's thinking gay. Sounds just like Sal. He's thinking of hot disco tunes with a fast drum beat behind it. <laughs> And other stereotypes. <laughs> and so on. And, so, <laughs> and so on. So this is like a little mini hallway with... Is that a door? Here? What's here? Yes, there here. Are, are you pinging someone that I'm not seeing? <laughs> I'm trying to. He can't ping when he wants to. I'll <laughs> be involuntary pinging. There's a door there. There's a door here. This is What's open. the squiggly line? Nothing. It's a little step down. Oh, okay. Don't trip. Uh, well, as Matt's going to say one of those see you next fall jokes. <laughs> I say there's so a couple which way are we going? doors. I'm not um, falling too close to Sal if he's throwing up everywhere. <laughs> It's violently ill at the back end as well. <laughs> uh, hey, let's let's go look over here because this is um, this is open. Okay, so you guys are going into the common area. Yes. And I'll do this as well. Uh, the there's a step up just in front of Russ there into the study that you can see into. I'll describe the common area first, however. Uh, the common area appears to be a shared sitting and public area for this wing of the house. To the north, there are open steps into the study. Like almost all the rooms, it is lavishly decorated. A thick green and blue woven rug with a motif reminiscent of vines covers most of the polished hardwood floor. Most of the room is actually open and clear, save for a seating area with a couple wing-back dark leather chairs and a greenish-blue Victorian medallion settee uh, to the south of the room. Say that again. Please describe that again. Most of the room is open and clear, save for a seating area with a couple wingback dark leather chairs and a greenish-blue Victorian medallion settee. What is that? It's a particular kind of sofa. Oh. Wooden tables with hurricane lamps and a couple books break up the furniture. However, by far the most eye-catching feature in this room are the large, wall-sized mirrors on the west and east walls. The mirrors themselves are massive and surrounded by intricate gold frames, echoing the vine motif on the rug. 
Because of the way they are set opposite one another, the mirrors provide an infinite view of this room. However, as you step into the room, the mirrors cloud. The roar of an engine and the blaring of a horn bear down on you as headlights appear in the eastern mirror, approaching with alarming speed. Everyone can go ahead, go ahead and roll a reflex save. Oh. <laughs> Eight. Okay. okay, I roll. I rolled a natural one. <laughs> Twenty-five. All right. Uh, so, if you imagine the that scene from uh, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. Two, where the train goes through. Where does it go through, Ray? No, it goes through Winston. Winston. It's This is actually the apparition of the Rolls-Royce silver ghost from the garage roars through the room into the other mirror and disappears. The mirror views are replaced with their sort of disconcerting, though accurate, view of the infinite. Uh, and both Vanessa and Sal are shaken as the condition. <laughs> so I'm at minus Why four penalty. Where, where's my spot check for that? Oh, you can go ahead and roll a spot check now. Everyone can. Russ manages to dive out of the way of the car. But you guys basically are run over by ghost car. Ghost car. What would have happened if I had shot the mirror first? <laughs> Oops. Sounds not dead. Then the, then, then the real car would come through. Oh, okay. <laughs> remind, me what, remind me what Shaken does. Minus two on attacks, saving throws, Skill checks and ability checks. And minus two on everything. <laughs> no, not on damage rolls. <laughs> yeah. Sickened gives everything. Shaken is not damage. I better make a note of which is which here. As a note, I'm at currently minus one on will saves. Uh, Shaken is purple and Sickened is brown. <laughs> did you guys? Okay, everyone can. Go, did you guys roll a spot check? Yeah. Yep, we're waiting for you. Okay, go ahead. Uh, twenty-five. Oh no, wait. Minus four. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Twenty-six. All of you notice that the driver seems to look a lot like Russ. You son of a bitch. Sal <laughs> <laughs> stumbles forward, then he gets queasy. And so he just kind of stands still, wobbles from side to side, and puts a hand to his head. No, no, please throw up on the really nice sofa. <laughs> Vanessa's like, Russ, that looks like you. That That's creepy. This isn't one of those showing you, showing us fantasies kind of a thing, is it? What, driving that car? Or, you're driving, we're driving through you. No. <laughs> Not driving over you. Alright. What did I see when I walked over here? I Another, just revealed a little bit more so you could see the doors that okay. you could see there. Um, I will also tell you what the study looks like. Yeah, I was just going to go into the study anyway. Uh, this is obviously a children's school area. The floor is plain and bare wood. A blackboard is mounted against a western wall, and six simple wooden desks with detached chairs are arranged in a semicircle in front of it. However, the chalk figures on the board aren't simple math lessons or spelling, but intricate drawings of arcane symbols. This room Ooh. is also one of Ooh. the towers. 
is visible from outside the mansion, and the interior of the dome is covered with a mural. Arcane symbols are inscribed in a similarly looking, similarly arcane looking circle above you. A large cushioned sitting area lines the window here with many books on shelves beneath it. The view out the window is that of sunlight through the clouds of a just past storm, and a rainbow can be seen in the distance. Uh, and you guys can all roll will saves. Oh. That sounds so like a roll great a 20 idea. to get a 19. <laughs> if, you roll, if you roll a natural 20. I guess, you know, uh, before you do that, why don't you tell me what you're doing? And that will depend, that will influence whether or not you actually have to roll a will slave or not. I am trying to decipher it. Okay. First, so just I was from just my own walking knowledge. in the room and looking around. Okay. I'll go look at the books. Okay. Uh, both Vanessa and Russ then can go ahead and roll the will save, so you don't need to. I got a 20. 13. Uh, Wait, unless it, is it psionic? It is psionic. Oh, then it's going to be a 16. Uh, it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> Russ, you are confused. <laughs> you, I rolled a natural 20. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Russ is confused as per the condition. Confused characters' actions are determined by rolling a die percentage at the beginning of his turn. Oh, boy. Uh, so we'll have to modify this a little bit, but um, for a while, Russ acts normally. Well, what the frick? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but periodically... Russ, Russ, are you okay? Yeah, I'm totally cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, periodically, I'm going to be rolling for you until the, the condition wears off, and it's going to change how you're acting. Okay. Basically, he just really wants something bad to happen, and even if the dice say otherwise. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, I rolled right now, I rolled a 13, which is act normally. Act normally. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Russ, you feel a weird sensation, and then you're like, oh, okay, that's not so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Vanessa, you nothing happens to you, but uh, you can go ahead and roll your arcane lore to see if you understand what these symbols are doing here. Was it, was it arcane lore before I upped mine? Was the check arcane lore before? Yeah, that's awesome. That I up, that I happened to update to max max possible. <laughs> so I have a thirty-one. Okay, uh, you understand very well that you've seen these symbols in this combination, these different combinations before, the ones on the board and the ones on the uh, dome overhead. Uh, these symbols are primarily used for summoning rituals, unlocking, and opening portals. Is there any way for me to manipulate them that I'm aware of? Uh, it looks like these aren't, at least the ones on the, the blackboard, uh, you know, you, th- this is just in chalk, and you'd have to, like, use... Blood. If you wanted to try and do it, you'd have to use the various components. Uh, the ones on the ceiling look more like a trapping circle, and it's active, but... Oh, like um, Supernatural? Yeah. Uh, I will take a picture. I will take a picture of it with my key. Okay. I'll zoom in a little bit so that I just so, just so that I have it as a quick reference in case I needed to write it down. Mm-hmm. Heavens knows why. <laughs> so you're saying it's for it's for summoning and binding. 
ones on the on the board are more for summoning, and the ones above are more for binding. The ones above are definitely for binding. The board ones are for specifically summoning rituals, and then as well as unlock and unlocking and opening portals. Uh, do I have any idea based on the runes what or where it would have been summoned? Like what would have been summoned? Uh, this is uh, as the lore goes. It's demonology. So they, in theory, these would be used to summon demons. Right. Should one be, should one believe that they're not aliens? Yes. Okay. Okay. Are you guys seeing anything useful? I will let Paul describe to Russ. What Russ didn't roll in arcane lore? No, he's he was looking at the books. Mm-hmm. Oh, the books under under the window are more of the same from downstairs in the library. Downstairs. Where the hell did my list of books go? Oh, here we go. Uh, so there is, here's some of the books that are on the shelves there that you see the titles of. Uh, the Book of Soiga Alderuia. The Oralinda Or-A- Book, the Picatrix, the Sworn Book of Honorius, the Black Pullet, uh, and the Grimorium Verum. Those are just some of them, and they're all pretty much the same along those lines. And Curious George goes to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Right. That's that's pretty much what Curious George is already, though. Yeah. All he wants to do is go back to the jungle. Right. <laughs> the man in the yellow hat. Man in the yellow hat, back, back to the jungle. You get in that box. You should have. <laughs> I, I looked at Sal and I said, anything good? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Russ. <laughs> As I finally do it, too. Vanessa was um, looking at Russ the whole time, being like, Sal, what's up? Sal. <laughs> hey, she's, over here? She actually got confused by the spell that was intended for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see all sorts of crazy titles, and I don't think this is what you find in a normal library. If uh, Russ reads them off, he immolates. No, I, he, uh, Vanessa just recognizes <laughs> them as a more sort of summoning and black magic books. More of the same. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to walk out and go back over to here. Then see, oh, to here, I should say. See what's behind this door. You're going to open that up? Sure. I'll wait for everybody else to join me. Wait. Sal, Sal stands to the side. When they re-enter, does the car drive through again? Uh, no. Is, is, Sal joins them. Is it just like it was before, though? Like, you know, it blew by us and then just kind of parked or skidded to a halt you, or whatever? You don't see the car. Oh, it's gone now. Yeah, when you first came in, the mirrors were fine and they reflected right. each other and they clouded over. The car came through, drove out one mirror and into the other, and then the mirrors restored to mm-hmm. the normal view. Oh, oh, oh. It just went but past. you said it looked like rust, so we could just, we saw that in the brief in the brief yeah driving yeah. by. Yeah, uh-huh. that was your spot check. Gotcha. Ooh, ah. 
Why can't I move the thing? There we go. So, just, alright, you're just looking in the door, you're not actually gonna go into 22 there? Okay, okay. I'll so, go in. Doubt always goes in. <laughs> uh, whoever enters the room, everyone enters the room. Upon entering this room, you feel an overwhelming sense of peace, calm, and the desire to simply stay here a while and rest. Late afternoon sunlight filters in through the windows and glass doors, one of which is open, leading to a small balcony deck with a view of the lock. The deck itself is covered by a variety of flowers in pots, all in bloom. Uh, if anyone wants to try and recognize them, they can. The fragrant odor from Wait, the flowers. Recognize what? The flowers. Oh. Del wants to. <laughs> okay. Don't sniff, they're probably deadly nightshade. No kidding. Del is in a farm. Maybe he would recognize them. Okay, go ahead and roll. Knowledge. Profession. Okay, that's fine, sure. Pure opium. <laughs> he also knows what that looks like. <laughs> comes, comes back, he's got pollen all underneath his nose. <laughs> Some good shit, man. <laughs> it's not opium. <laughs> um, I like it. It's uh, it's uh, it's a six with my current uh, you know, deficit that I'm dealing with. Yeah. You recognize some of them, but mostly just the common ones. You recognize irises, uh, clematis, calla lilies. But they're but they're all like just flowers, like nothing functional. Everything just for aesthetics, yep. as far as I can tell. Flowers. Okay. The fragrant odor from the flowers wafting into the room is almost overpowering. The room's furnishing are simple. Furnishings are simple but extremely well made, reminiscent of a comfortable country bedroom. A tall white painted wooden framed bed is topped with a patchwork quilt. Uh, with, if you look closely at the quilt, it's actually violent scenes of illithids, like, wreaking havoc among people, eating their brains. Um, That's a fun quilt. It is shrouded by a gauzy white canopy, the bed is. The remainder of the furniture in the room, a tall armoire, vanity, bedside table, and rocking chair, all similarly wooden and painted a brilliant white. A tall crystal vase with eight white jonquils in it sits on top of the bedside table. A strange atonal music emanates from an ornate open music box on the vanity. Uh, spinning inside is four vertical tentacles rather than a ballerina or a dancer. I'm going to go over there and shut the music box. <laughs> There's <laughs> never been a good music box in this sort of scenario ever. A piece of knitting on the needle sits on the rocking chair. Uh, the rocking chair slowly rocks, and it, the it's knitting... Something looks like pale leather. It's human skin. And everyone roll a fortitude save. Case in point, as soon as we walk in and the smell of the flowers comes, Sal starts heaving again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 20 is my total. Wow. 15. 16. You guys all have a moment where you you pretty much you feel like you want to just sit down. Like I said, there's this peaceful sense of calm, and you want to just sit here and rest. Uh, you lay in the bed, and it passes, and you feel fine. It wants us just to lay down and die. Cool. All right. So what was, what was in he, what was in here? Uh, I'm just saying that, so normally on the floor plan, that would be like the closet, but oh. there's not a closet in this room. There's just basically an armoire there. There's no wall oh. or door. Okay. Yeah, sorry. So it'll be like that for some other rooms, too. There's, it'll show closets on this map, but uh, they won't have closets in real life or in fake life. 
Anderson. Is, the, is there a way to access the black area that that I missed? Right here? Yeah. That's presumably the elevator. Oh, from the other side. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So I'll be like, I'll leave this room because I'm just creeped out. I don't... Well, I take that back. I want to go outside. Okay. Onto the balcony. So you can see down onto the lower, on the first floor deck that you were actually on before. Um, and the, the weather's the same, and you're looking out of the, the lock. The weather's the same as what I indicated from the room. Now, when I shut the music box, did the, the feeling of calm and, you know, desire to stay there, did that continue? Yeah. Is the rocking chair still rocking on its own? Very slightly. Yeah, I'm not yep. staying in there any longer. That, that's creepy. Yeah. Sal is also what? leaving before he yaks. I assume you're opening the door to 19 there? Uh, yes. Once everybody else is with me. Huzzah. I'm there. <laughs> okay, Sal, you're not there, though. All right. Uh, you open the door here, and this bedroom is seemingly supposed to be a bedroom for young children intended for multiple children. There are four metal-framed narrow beds in the space. Each has a wooden chest for personal belongings. The beds are sparsely made up with plain sheets and blankets. In contrast to the rest of the house, this room is utilitarian rather than lavish, and there are no decorations or really anything of value. The sheets are drawn tightly around each bed, and it feels more like a hospital or orphanage than a bedroom. The view out of the window is of the same uh, original stormy scene. A girl, somewhere close to nine or ten years old, sits on the edge of one of the beds. She has long, dirty blonde hair, pulled back in a braid down her back, big brown eyes, and she's wearing a plain black dress and black shoes, consistent with the early 20th century. As you enter, she looks up no, at you... No, I'm not entering. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. As soon as that door is open, and I see there's a little freaky friggin' kid in there. I'm going to go dive. with <laughs> <laughs> Russ is already in there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> As you enter, she looks up at Russ, smiles, and says, Are you my daddy? I don't think so. I've been with a lot of ladies, let me tell you. I could have been pretty drunk that night. Uh, why not? It depends. How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> so Sal's looking for a potential... Partner, not no. I was. I she said that to Russ, so I was out of character. Uh-huh. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Now, does is there any way that Sal could be convinced that this is a scared girl who's trapped here, or does she look very calm? She looks very calm. She also, yeah. Okay, Sal has seen this kind of thing before. Kind of looks. Whoa. Okay, hold on. One other time. <laughs> All right, so I went in the room with the creepy girl. Yep. And she says to you, are you my daddy? And you said, I don't think so. I think so. And I say, shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> she looks Ask- at 
at Vanessa and, says, and looks a little angry and says, are you my mommy? If I was, I would shoot it. <laughs> are you going to do anything, Russ? How long have you been here? Why won't you take care of me? I'm not exactly father material. Talk to this guy. <laughs> Are you pointing to Sal? Yeah, I hear he's doing a bang-up job. Emphasis on the bang. <laughs> <laughs> she gets up and runs over to Sal. Oh, God. As if to hug you. And, uh... Sal ignites on Rhea. <laughs> Uh, That's canon. That's the name of his gauntlet. Yes. Oh, God. That's what that is? We decided that last time. Yeah. That is not news to you. Decided in me trying to erase it from my memory. Good luck. I I still think there's a joke there about one hand clapping. (laughs) Isn't Gummery of the clap? (laughs) (laughs) So terrible. So terrible. Uh, anyway. As as she gets close to you, are you gonna make any attempt to avoid her hug? No, he said he ignited the the gauntlet. Yeah. I very seriously ignited Diarrhea. I understand. She doesn't care. She's still running at you. Um She she looks like she wants to hug you. Sal is going to brandish it in front of him, and if it doesn't seem to deter her in any way, we'll swing with it at her when she approaches. Okay. You swing, and it goes right through her. Not Uh, surprised. Terrified, but not surprised. You feel a a chill as your hand passes through through her body. Uh, She she stops, though, and she just looks angry. She, She says, why are you doing this? Take care of me. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm going to try to turn undead. I know it probably doesn't work on ghosts, but I've never done it before, and I figure it, she's not alive. Okay. So I am going to turn undead, but I have to open the book. So I hold my... Wait, what's my, your holy symbol? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a, it's a locket with a picture of... That Sakalu's guy inside of it. Oh, that's right. Hopefully the internet meme, it's just like, says like, I don't know what the question was, but I know the answer is aliens. (laughs) 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 So, I rolled a natural 20. Oh. (laughs) So the maximum level I can do is 23. So it's the highest check possible. So the most powerful creature affected is my acolyte level, which is three plus four. And I know it's not going to work, but I'm going to go through all the motions of this. <laughs> okay. And it's high enough I can turn some of them, or I can, or maybe they're not destroyed yet. Never mind. You have to roll for hit dice first. What? Wait, now you remember something about this? <laughs> this is all that Magda did. First, you determine what the highest level single thing you can do is. 
Then you determine the total number of hit dice you can do. I, I roll the... S- oh, add your ac- acolyte level, so 9, and charisma, so 12. That's how many total hit dice of undead I can atter- attempt to turn. What's your acolyte? Oh, and plus 4, because that's what it said, right? Well, no, no. It's your oh. acolyte level plus 3 is the maximum four. level hit dice. Hit, so you can, it's 7. It's three plus well, it, four is seven. Yes, sorry, yes. So you can affect up to a seventh level, seven monster. hit die monster, and then the total number is what? Uh, it's twelve. It doesn't really. Yeah, I know. I still it has to be equivalent to or. Um, I still want to say what it what it is so that I know that I I can do it. Uh, for the love of God, you might actually turn it. You might turn the house, what? too. And you turn it. So what does that mean? So... Okay. You. I say... Well, what's the, <laughs> the power of George now compels you. <laughs> <laughs> what, would you ask look, look at his hair. How how much higher does it have to be for it to just be destroyed? You have to... Yeah, it has to be double. Okay, so yeah, you don't you don't destroy it, um, but as you <laughs> you hold your symbol up, and her face goes from sort of cute little ten year old girl to huh? I, I, all I said was C <laughs> to horrifically uh, decomposed yeah. face, and she goes. Basically, as far as you can get free me in the corner over here, and cowers, and just sobs. Wait, where is she? Sorry, can you ping the area again? I wasn't looking. Yeah, over in the corner here. Oh, Sal has backed out. Wait, there's there's windows, right? Yeah. So I want to I want to if I go in more, she does she try to go out the window so she's intangible? No, it's not stopping her movement. Okay. She might be able to fly, so the inability to cross the ground might be the same thing. If you... Yeah, but... Uh, and maybe you would know this as you're an acolyte, but if you get too close to her, she'll... It'll overcome your turning and connect normally, so... Oh, really? Yeah. You can't, you can't, like, chase them down and, like, make them keep going? Well, you can, but if they're... If they don't they have anywhere stop. to go, yeah... Ah, okay, so I did, all I wanted so to see is she, she's cornered right now, so if you get too close, then, if you get within ten feet, then, or if you get closer than ten feet, she will, it'll break the turning. Okay, I, I just wanted to see if I could make her go out the window, but if not, I say, find whatever you can in this room, Russ, now, and then we shut this door and don't go back in. Alright, I would like to check out the, check out the room or the, Lockers, whatever. Okay, so roll your search. Seventeen. Okay, in one of the lockers, the only thing of note that you find, everything else is, it's basically like, very cheap, similar clothes to what she's wearing for both boys and girls of various sizes. Uh, but in one of the lockers, you find a silver, what's the, octagon-shaped locket. I will get my hands on that. Okay. 
and I will get out of the room first, and I'll show it to Vanessa and say, I'll... <laughs> yes, the answer is aliens. Very nice. <laughs> the best thing is that I made all of this character up before I ever even knew this existed. So I'm so glad that I have, like, a, you know, a god that I'm following. <laughs> so Lucas, your god. Uh, okay. Whatever. So, so sh- what are you showing me? Uh, the silver octagon locket. Oh. They pulled out of one of the little lockers in there. Oh, let's okay. close oh. the door too. Yes. No, no. As soon as, as soon as as soon as yeah. you're out, I'm closing that door. I said that already. Okay, I missed that. Sorry. No, it's okay. TJ, if you have something you wanted to ask me. So before we discuss the good stuff, did something bad happen because I touched it? Touch the ghost? Yeah. No. Okay. Now you guys avoided that. I just wanted to make sure that in our um, jump to the turning part, that at least if there was something that bad was supposed to happen, we reconciled it. Okay, so there's an octagon. Yay! I'm going to shut the door, door and then I'm going to the other side of it say stop. <laughs> I'm going to take a look at it. With your many eyes? It's, I'm going to search, search it, yes. <laughs> it's not, I mean, you could search it. You don't need to search it. It's just, it's actually an empty uh, locket. Like you open yeah, it but it still could be like a phylactery or something just because it's empty. I mean, my character believes that that could be possible. Yep. <laughs> I say, let's just hold on to it for now, unless if she starts following us as a consequence of it. Okay. I'll keep the locket in my pocket. Next to the locket. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'll lead the way. And we'll leave it right there for this week. Thanks for listening to the LTM Gaming Podcast. You can find us online at ltmgaming.com on Twitter at LTM Gaming, or reach us via email at podcast at ltmgaming.com. We love to hear your thoughts and questions. As always, we do appreciate any five-star ratings you'd like to leave on iTunes. Tune in next week for the next installment of The Crushing Depths.